0: Hello, I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing in 2008 I gave up my 20-year career as a fashion buyer because I was disillusioned with how much product was being sourced overseas and I set out to uncover some of the amazing businesses that were still making in Britain since founding make it British I've discovered that there is not only still tons of manufacturing taking place in the UK but that it's a thriving industry I invite you to join me each week when I'll be telling the stories behind some of the best British-made brands and manufacturers and offering advice to those that want to make in the UK. So with no further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Make It British podcast. Today, I'm going to answer a question that I get asked all the time, which is, should I label my product made in Britain, made in the UK, made in England, or something else completely different? And does it actually make a difference as to what I put on the label? So this is one of the questions I get asked all the time, along with the question, can I label my product as made in the UK or made in Britain? I'm going to answer that question on next Friday's podcast. But for today, I'm going to clear up some of the confusion surrounding made in the UK versus made in Britain and some of the other variations that you can use. Now, technically, Britain... Or Great Britain is a term used for the three countries of Scotland, England, and Wales. And I had this pointed out to me um, a while ago by someone who said, by using make it British and referring to Britain all the time, you're completely leaving out us chaps in Northern Ireland. So I apologise profusely for doing that. And there is a reason that I use British rather than UK in the title of my name. And I'll come on to that a little bit later. But yeah, technically, made in Britain or made in Great Britain excludes Northern Ireland. So one of the other terms that people would then use is United Kingdom or UK for shortening and made in the UK. Now that does cover Northern Ireland as well as England, Scotland and Wales. So technically, That is the correct term to use. You also sometimes hear made in the British Isles, which includes some of the lovely islands that we have surrounding the main territories. So the Channel Islands and the Isle of Man, for instance. And then of late, there's more and more people using more local terminology. So made in England, made in Scotland, made in Wales, or even made in Manchester, made in Brixton and getting much more local. So what do I recommend people use? And what's my answer to the question when people ask, what shall I label my product? Well, I think that completely depends on various different factors. So aside from the technicalities of where you actually do make the product, because obviously, if you're making it in Northern Ireland, you're not going to want to label it as made in Britain. So aside from those technicalities, I think there's various things that can take into consideration, both the legal technicalities, but also some of the marketing potential as well. So from the legal perspective, certainly if you're exporting your product, there are certain countries where you have to very clearly define where it was made. And In that instance, quite often you have to use made in the UK, so not even made in UK, but made in the UK on your labelling in order to export your product. So that's certainly one thing that you need to take into consideration. Now, I'm no expert on exporting to every single individual company. So please, if you are thinking of doing so and you're not sure how to label your product, then get in touch with someone like the Department of Trade and Industry because they will be able to advise you what the labelling laws are for the particular country that you are exporting to. But one of the other reasons that people want to decide what to label their product and if what region they want to say it's going to come from is from a marketing perspective and what it means to their customers. Now, I couldn't find any specific research from anyone as to what is better because there probably is no better to made in Britain or made in the UK or made in London, for instance. It really does depend on the product and who your customer is and who you're selling it to. So, for instance, if you're making a product in a region that's very well known for that particular type of product, then certainly you're going to want to shout about it. So, for instance, the ceramics industry in Stoke-on-Trent, it's famous worldwide for its amazing ceramics and pottery. So if you were making your product in that region and it was ceramics or pottery, why would you not want to shout about it, at least on your packaging and marketing, if not on your label? Similarly, with something like cloth woven in Huddersfield, an area traditionally well known for the finest woolen cloth. Quite often, you will see made in Huddersfield woven into the selvage of the fabric so that you can see where it was actually made and that it is aligned with that particular city, which is renowned for its very fine cloth. As well as aligning your product with a region that's renowned for the quality of its made goods, Quite often you'll find that people will label their products as made in a certain country, for instance, Scotland or Wales, because they know that that will then appeal to the people that are local and that are based in that country and who specifically want to buy that product. So you might live in Scotland and you want to seek out made in Scotland products, not just made in the UK products. So you need to think about who are you aiming for? Who is your main target customer? What do they want to buy? It certainly doesn't harm to actually ask them what they prefer. Maybe the labelling you've been using is not the one that they want to read. Or if you're a new business starting out, make sure you do some market and customer research before you decide on the label. So that's certainly something I always say to people. It's not up to me to tell you how to label your product. It's up to your customers to tell you and tell you what they want to hear and what actually resonates with them and what makes them put their hands in their pockets and want to actually buy it. Now, although I said I couldn't find any research about what is the most um, sought after made in label, I did do a bit of my own little amateur research here just to find out. So I took two. Well, where do you take to when you're trying to do some research on products and marketing? I went to social media. So I went onto Instagram and I used the hashtags on Instagram to find out what are the most used hashtags on Instagram for, for all of the various different phrases. And I was actually quite surprised by what I found. Now, when it came to made in UK, made in the UK, and made in Britain, the results were really pretty similar. They were all on about two hundred and eighty to three hundred thousand uses of that hashtag. Made in Wales was seventy six thousand in comparison. Um, made in Scotland was one hundred eighty nine. But what really did surprise me was the results for Made in England, which had three times more than most of the others at nearly 800,000 hashtags used. And even Made in London had 273,000, which was not far off how many times Made in UK had been used. So it's really interesting to see how much more local is beginning to matter rather than country or nationwide. I thought that was really interesting. So then I took to Google and did a similar bit of research. And I actually looked at how many results there were for each of these different labels to see which one was used most often. Now, obviously, there's going to be a bit of variation here because, for instance, Made in Britain is not just someone referring to a product Made in Britain, but there's also a film Made in Britain. There's a TV show. But I found 530 million results for Made in Britain. But there was 8.7 billion. So more than 10 times the amount, I think that's about 30 times the amount of those people that had used the term Made in Britain on their website. So certainly worth using Made in UK to beat the noise online. And when it came to Made in England, it still trumped Made in Britain with 1.95 billion. And London, Made in London on a Google search, 3 billion results. So, what do I conclude from all this, and what is the right answer? So, certainly, when it came to my business and choosing "Make It British," one of the sole reasons that I chose that was because at the time the domain name was available. It had a nice ring to it, whereas "Made in Made in UK" well, there isn't "Made in UK" ish, um, and I couldn't find another suitable domain name. I didn't know at the time how big "Make It British" was going to become. Had I done so when I started my little blog, and I think I bought the domain name in about 2009, um, I might have chosen more carefully. So I've got to the stage now where it's a little bit too late to change it. But I am certainly using Made in UK or UK manufacturing rather than British manufacturing a lot more often because I want to make sure that we're not excluding those chaps in Northern Ireland for a start. But what I can advise you and what my research has found is I think it's becoming more and more important to use something more local. So made in England, made in London, made in Scotland, made in Manchester, or even made in the Channel Islands. All of these things that matter to those people that are local to that label, I think are going to become more and more important. So at the end of the day, there's no right and wrong answer. It's what's right for you, what's right for your product and what's right for your customer. Apart from, of course, if you're exporting, in which case you need to make sure you follow the law. And then next week on episode 36, or if you're already listening to this in the past, this episode 36 might already be available to you. I'm going to be talking about whether you can label your product as made in Britain or made in UK and what the rules are surrounding country of origin labels. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and found it useful. I'm really enjoying reading all of your reviews on iTunes. So this is just another little hint, another little request that if you haven't done so already, would you please mind leaving me a review in iTunes? Only needs to be one or two lines and hint, hint, I'd quite like five stars too. Until next week. Bye bye. If you're interested in discovering uk manufacturers from the fashion textiles and homeware sectors you should definitely come to our trade show make it british live the next event is taking place on the 29th and 30th of may 2019 at the business design center in london with over 200 exhibitors inspiring talks just like the ones you've been listening to on this podcast and interactive workshops It's the perfect place to network with others that want to see UK manufacturing thrive again. Registration is now open. Just go to makeitbritishlive.com forward slash register to register for a free ticket. If you're a British made manufacturer or brand and want to find out how your business can benefit from being involved in the show, just visit makeitbritishlive.com forward slash exhibit fill out a short questionnaire and one of my team will get straight back to you to reach out to me personally the best place to do this is via linkedin just look up kate hills and you'll find me you'll also find me on twitter at make it british and instagram at make it british too for all show notes for these podcasts just go to makeitbritishcouk forward slash podcast and you'll find all the details and make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing in iTunes, Stitcher or whichever is your preferred podcast app. And I really would love it if you left me a little review on iTunes. The more reviews this podcast receives, the more people will discover it and the more we can spread the word about making in the OK. Thanks once again for listening to the Make It British podcast. Bye.